Follow the pattern of sound words that you have heard from me in the faith and love that are in Christ Jesus. 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 13. This is Sound Words, offering confessional commentary for the local church. My name is Rhett Burns. I'm the pastor at First Baptist Church of Traveler's Rest. And if you listen to our introductory episode, you know that we are beginning to plod through the Second London Baptist Confession of Faith. We've chosen the Second London Confession to start with just because of its importance uh, for Baptists in America. It's just one of those foundational confessions rich in theology and fruitful for our study and for our instruction. And so we're going to begin today looking at chapter 1 of this Second London uh, or 1689 Baptist Confession. Chapter 1 is on the Holy Scriptures, and we're just going to take the first section. So I'm going to read that section and then offer some commentary and application for our lives. And so this is what the Confession says. The Holy Scriptures are the only sufficient certain and infallible standard of all saving knowledge, faith, and obedience. The light of nature and the works of creation and providence so clearly demonstrate the goodness, wisdom, and power of God that people are left without excuse. However, these demonstrations are not sufficient to give the knowledge of God and His will that is necessary for salvation. Therefore, the Lord was pleased at different times and in various ways to reveal himself and to declare declare his will to his church, to preserve and propagate the truth better and to establish and comfort the church with greater certainty against the corruption of of the flesh and the malice of Satan and the world. The Lord put this revelation completely in writing. Therefore, the Holy Scriptures are absolutely necessary because God's former ways of revealing His will to His people have now ceased. So that's section 1 of chapter 1 of the 1689 Confession. Just by way of reminder, I'm reading from the uh, the 1689 Baptist Confession of Faith in Modern English, published by Founders Press. And so it's, it's a little bit easier to digest than the English uh, from the 1600s. And so the question that is front and center in this section is why do we have the Bible and is the Bible necessary? And so the confession answers this question by with a, a resounding yes. And so what we see is that the Bible, the Holy Scriptures, that they're the standard of all saving knowledge, of all faith and obedience. How do we know what God has said that we must obey? Well, we look to the Scriptures. How do we know how, you know, how we may be saved? How do we know the contents of our faith? Well, we must go to the scriptures. They're sufficient for that, meaning we have all of God's words that are necessary in order to have faith, in order to know what we need to know in order to be saved, in order to trust God, to know what we need to know about God, what God has done. We have all of God's words necessary contained in the scriptures, in the Bible. They're sufficient for saving knowledge, faith, and obedience. They're certain, the confession says. We have certainty in God's word about saving knowledge, faith, and obedience. We can be certain that if we believe that Jesus Christ is Lord and and God raised him from the dead on the third day, that we can be saved. If we believe that Jesus Christ died in in our place for our sins to forgive us, that he was raised on the third day, that he had lived a perfect life ahead of time uh, before his death, died a perfect death, and then was raised with the perfect resurrection, the first fruits of our resurrection. 
we can be saved. We can have that with certainty. It's an, it's an infallible standard. It is true. And so we, the scriptures aren't the only knowledge that we have about God, however. We have knowledge about God in, in nature, in the works of creation, and in providence. And in fact, we have so much knowledge about God in creation that everybody is left without excuse the confession says and and we get that from Romans chapter 1 where you know everybody has knowledge of God yet they suppress it they refuse to acknowledge that he is, exists and refuse to give him thanks but we have so much knowledge about God that every there, there, no one has an excuse yet at the same time the confession says these demonstrations are not sufficient to give the knowledge of God and his will that is necessary for salvation. In other words, there's enough knowledge about God in creation, in the world, that we can know that God exists and we ought to give him thanks. However, the you can't look to the mountains and the sea and, and the stars and know that God is Trinity, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. You can't look to creation and know that Jesus Christ came and lived a perfect life in your place and died an atoning death as a substitute sacrifice in your place and was raised on the third day. You don't know that from creation. For that, you need the Holy Scriptures. The Scriptures give sufficient knowledge for salvation. Therefore, because of that, God in His kindness, God in His mercy, He, he was pleased to give us the Bible. And it says, pleased at different times and in various ways. And so different times. The Bible is written over the course of thousands of years. You have from, from Genesis, you know, back in the time of Moses was when that was uh, uh, written and, and written about the you know, previous times. And then you have on through the story of Israel to the time of the conquest and, and the judges and uh, the time of the kings and the prophets. Then you get into the New Testament, you have the Gospels right there with uh, the time of Jesus and then after the resurrection and the birth of the New Testament church, you have the letters. And so at different times and then in various ways. And so this refers to um, the different genres of the Bible. And so you have historical narrative, of th just telling the story of what happened. You have poetry in the Psalms, the songs of, of Israel, the songs that Jesus sung. You have those. You have, you have Proverbs. It's, you know, short pithy sayings of uh, of wisdom and and general truth that are found in the proverbs and in other places you have prophetic writings warnings from god promises from god you have new testament letters you have gospels you have all these you have apocalyptic literature like in in the book of revelation so in in various times over thousands of years through various different human authors and in various ways different types of genres god has revealed himself to declare his will to the church. And so he he is telling us what his will is through the scriptures. He's revealing who he is, what he has done, who we are, what we are to do, how we're to respond and live in light of that. And so in order to preserve this truth, in order to, to propagate it, that is to, to make it known to the nations, to make it known to humanity, to establish the comfort of the church, with certainty against the corruption uh, corruption of the flesh and against the malice of Satan in the world, the Lord put this revelation completely in writing. So we have a book we can look to and say, this is what God has said. It's not hearsay. It's not what somebody remembers, that somebody remembers, that somebody remembers, that God said a long time ago. No, we, we have God's word 
and we can point to it and we can say, thus saith the Lord. And so that is good for us because we can have certainty about what God has said. And then it ends with this saying, therefore the Holy Scriptures are absolutely necessary because God's former ways of revealing his will to his people have now ceased. So in times past, God would speak to the prophets directly and then they would, you know, they would speak to Israel. And so you would have, you know, God um, speaking through prophets, God, you know, speaking through you know, the apostles. Um, and that's how, that's how we get the scriptures, the, the, the canon of scripture. And we'll talk about that in the next section. But God, he, the canon's closed. God is no longer revealing himself in that way because he has now collected it in the book. And we have a book to go on. And we have, a, we have his revealed will to us in writing. Therefore, the scriptures are necessary. We've got to have the Bible. And so that's the commentary on section one of chapter one of the 1689 Confession of Faith. Here's the application. Love the Bible. Cherish the Bible. Read the Bible. Take the Bible in. It has sufficient and certain and infallible knowledge. of it, 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 It's that standard for all saving knowledge and faith and obedience. It has all of God's words necessary for life and godliness. And so love, cherish, and read your Bible. This is Sound Words, offering confessional commentary for the local church. Until next time, follow the pattern of sound words and guard the good deposit entrusted to you.